Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Our friend, Braves broadcaster, former Brave, former Cardinal Brian Jordan, joins us with Michelle and Randy on 101 ESPN. Good morning, BJ. How are you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Everything's terrific. I wanted to know about Spencer Strider. I like his name a lot. <laughs> I like his mustache, man. Him and Nicholas could go at it. <laughs> I got to with that mustache comes a hundred and something mile an hour fastball <laughs> on a consistent basis. So he he's getting off to a great start. Brian, on June first, the Braves were ten and a half games behind the Mets. Since then, Atlanta is twenty six and seven. What changed? Well, I think guys figured out they can't hit the home runs. You know, and I know early in the season, everybody's complaining about a dead ball, dead ball. Well. As we know, the, the Braves, they hit a lot of home runs. They lead the National League right now in home runs. And the balls weren't going out early in the season. And next thing you know, you look up, they, they couldn't figure out how to score runs. And finally, they started shortening up their swing, putting the ball in play, and good things started happening. So they've been on a tear ever since. And now it seems like the ball is starting to travel pretty good. So I think they took those dead balls and got rid of them. BJ, it's amazing to me that you look around that lineup and you don't, like the Cardinals have the guy right now in Paul Goldschmidt, who's an MVP. And I know Matt Olson has been terrific and has a bunch of doubles and Riley's doing his thing, but it seems like they're just so well balanced in the Braves lineup. You know what? That's It's no weakness, one through nine. Uh, somebody's going to do some damage. They're going to hurt you. Uh, and that's that's the big difference. As I look around the league, there's no weak spots in this praise lineup. So pitchers have to come in and say, who am I going to pick today to try to make outs? And you may not find that guy. I mean, Michael Harris, when he came up, the team's been, what, 27 and, and 10, I believe it is. He's made a huge difference defensively, but nobody expected him to come up from double A after missing a COVID year and perform as well as he has. I think he's really surprised everybody in the organization and by doing what he's doing he's really solidified this whole whole team really because starting rotation has been pitching great the bullpen despite yeah we were missing our clothes at Jansen but everybody's you know playing really good baseball now and the Cardinals are catching us at a hot time. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. You know, I compare Michael Harris in a way to when Vince Coleman came up here and sparked the Cardinals with the speed. And he, he wasn't the defender that Harris is. Harris is awesome defensively. But in terms of hitting at the top of the lineup and using his speed as a weapon, he really does that well. I'll bet he's a player that you love watching play. Oh, I do. I, I, I love him from day one when he came up and he made a catch weight. He almost made a bare hand catch diving forward. And that's the type of play he is. I always say athletes are going to figure it out. And, you know, he's figured out the hitting a lot quicker than I thought. But he's the team that really – he's the guy that really energized this lineup. And they haven't looked back. I mean, Danzy Swanson has really stepped up as a leader of this ball club without Freddie Freeman now. Uh, not just defensively, but offensively. He's more consistent this year. And we're used to him being a streaky player. But I think he's figured it out. He's definitely should be uh, a starting shortstop in the All-Star game. But him and Trey Turner have having terrific years. 
Brian, I'm glad you brought up Freddie Freeman because I actually wanted to ask you about that that situation. We heard last week that Freddie Freeman fired his agent because there was um, some maybe withholding in the conversations that ultimately led him to leave Atlanta and go to the Dodgers. It seems like a, a real saga with what happened with Freddie Freeman. Can you give us your impression of how this went down, not only from your point of view, but from Atlanta's point of view? Well, I, I think his agent probably handled the situation uh, wrong. Uh, I understand you want all the money you can get, and that's that's great. But you also have to communicate with your client, you know, on a consistent basis. And I don't, I'm not sure that that happened. And, you know, talking to Freddie, it didn't happen. You know, he really didn't know the final offer of the Braves. Which, you know, it goes back to me as a player. You got to control your own destiny. You got to stay in communication with. And he had such a great relationship with Brian Slicker, Alex Anthopoulos. You know, at some point you got to pick up the phone and control your own destiny. But he didn't do that. He left it in his agent's hand and his agent went for the money first. And, you know, he didn't, he didn't I guess, communicate with Freddie Freeman and decided he was going to take the Dodgers deal because it was six years and a lot more money, uh, which, you know, was deceiving to Freddie because he never knew the Braves' last and final offer because I think he wanted to be an Atlanta Brave at the end of the day. So, you know, these things happen. Uh, That's why I always warn players, hey, control your own destiny. Make sure you're in control of negotiations. Yeah, that's great advice, Brian. Obviously, he he must have trusted the wrong person. But I want to go back to when you first heard that he wasn't returning to the Braves. Were you really surprised by that? Oh, I was. I'm gonna be honest. I was really floored by it. <laughs> you know, he you know he spent his whole career there. I thought he was going to be that next Chipper Jones who was going to spend his whole career with one team, and you know that's very rare in Major League Baseball. But he had that opportunity, and I thought he really wanted it especially coming off a world championship. Uh, you know, he's a guy that they would probably put a statue out in front of the stadium if he would have spent his whole career in Atlanta. But unfortunately, it didn't happen. Uh, but I love Alex Anthopoulos. He's not a guy that's going to sit on his hands and wait. And he went out and he was aggressive, brought Matt Olson, the hometown boy, back to Atlanta. And it's, it's, it's working out. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of pressure on Matt Olson, but it seems like he's starting to relax a little bit and be himself, and the numbers are starting to show. Brian Jordan with us on 101 ESPN. And BJ, last year the Braves made the moves after the Acuna injury, and they go get Adam Duvall back, and they get Solaire, and they get Eddie Rosario, and they get Jack Peterson. I don't think any of us thought when they made those moves Heck, even when the playoffs started and then they had 88 wins. I don't know that many people picked the Braves to win the World Series. You mentioned Alex Anthopoulos. What is it about that front office and that manager that allows them to overcome so much adversity and pick the right guys to win with? You know, it's all about the team you have around them. And uh, he has a great scouting core that he trusts, uh, great analytical guys around him. And, man, he, he, he doesn't miss. <laughs> it's like, you know... Nobody expects you to go out and get four guys and all four come in and be successful, and that's what happened last year. Jock Peterson came in, energized the team first, and you go out, and how about this? You bring in an injured player in Rosario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't even ready to play it during that trade. But Solaire and bringing back Adam Duvall, I think, you know, it was huge. Did we think we were going to win a championship from that? No, but it was a different team. Once those guys started gelling, and uh, 
man, give Alex all the credit in the world. I mean, I, I was hoping he picked some mega million numbers for me <laughs> after those trades. I mean, because it was perfect. It was on, and uh, man, it was a different ball club. Hey, and I want to ask you about the Cardinals because I know in addition to doing the Braves broadcast, you always have one eye on the Cardinals. And BJ, when you look at the Cardinals lineup right now on opening day, they had Yachty, they had DeYoung, they had Tyler O'Neill, they had Bader. So half of your starting eight in the field isn't there. Not an excuse, but just a point. And right now, as you mentioned, the Braves are the hottest team. The Cardinals are one of the coldest teams. But when the Cardinals are healthy, what do you think they have? Oh, they had a great team. I mean, they're definitely a playoff team by all means. I think the biggest thing that's hurting them is Molina's not in that lineup. A guy that can really control the starting rotation. You know, you got some young guys in that starting rotation that would really benefit from Molina. Uh, I think when they get healthy, O'Neill comes back and, and Bader back in center field. I think they'll be fine. I mean, the young guys that they have now, you know, they get a chance to see what these guys really have, and, and they have a lot. I like those young guys. They're playing some good baseball. They grind it out every at-bat. Uh, Donovan, uh, Gorman, I think, is going to be good. So I think they have a bright future. If they can get healthy, I think they'll make a run down the stretch. So, I mean, you look at that division, I mean, it's just Milwaukee that they have to, you know, go head-to-head against, and they've proven that they can do that. And you were in town a couple of weeks ago. We had a chance to catch up. Uh, you were in town for Demetrius Johnson's tournament, and you have your own foundation down in Atlanta, the Brian Jordan Foundation, which does amazing things. What's the latest thing going on with the Brian Jordan Foundation? Well, right now we're, we're in the process of uh, interviewing our scholarship recipients, and once we do that, we'll celebrate uh, in the pregame ceremony before Braves game uh, later this summer congratulating those kids so i mean that's that's next and then we'll have our charity event in october which is a golf tournament to raise money for more scholarships next year what you do is amazing and uh, we love you here in st louis you know that and we'll see you when you and the braves come into town in a few weeks hey looking forward to it randy all right bj take care care. have a great day that Uh, is our, our friend brian jordan he does great work for the braves on uh it was Sports South. I guess it's Valley Sports South right now, but he's he's doing games now. He's a busy guy. Tom Glavin was out for a while, and Brian had to do like a month straight of, of games. He, he was pleading with Tommy Glavin to come back and give him a break. <laughs> Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? 
Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.